Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 13th, 2022. This is a brand new year. So we, we are opening our heart to whatever God wants to do in our lives in 2022. I believe that this is a year of intentional progress for us. Not only will we experience progress, acceleration, advancement, promotion, and increase in every area and facet of our lives, but we're going to be intentional about, about it. We're not just going to sit back and say, well, God wants progress. This is a year of progression. Therefore, I just wait for it. No, no, no. We're going to be deliberate. We're going to be focused. We're going to be intentional. We're going to do our part. We're going to do whatever God wants us to do. We're going to go where God leads us to go. We're going to say what God leads us to say. We're going to do whatever God leads us to do in this year so that we can experience whatever it is that God wants us to experience. I believe God wants us to advance his kingdom in this world. God wants us to affect the people of this world uh, and the systems of this world. So wherever you are, you could be in the education system. You could be in, in corporate America. You, be, you could be in the, in the healthcare system. Uh, I know that there's some people here that operate in business, that operate in pharmaceuticals, whatever. God will raise you up and then not only will he bless you and favor you in that system, but he will use you to impact the whole system. Glory to God. So that's what we're, we're ready for this year. This is a year of intentional progress for us. We've been learning life lessons from the life of Jesus. I want you to open up your heart now to receive the word for today. As that video was playing, I hope that you were looking at it so that you could get those messages through your eye gate to never give up, to keep believing God, to dream God-sized dreams. The best is yet to come. All right. So we've been um, studying life lessons from the life of Jesus as we are pursuing intentional progress in 2022. This is part six of this series so far. So we looked at John chapter five and John chapter six. Today, we're going to cross over into John chapter eight. As we do, uh, let me remind you of... What I've already been sharing with you that at the beginning of the year, the Lord told me to walk basically in this series through these six things, and we're still in, in step number one, right? So praying and discerning, and then once you hear from God, planning and preparing, and then once you have a plan and you've heard from God, waiting on God's timing, you don't want to get out ahead of God or behind God, then when God tells you to go, then go it, and you launch out in faith, and you're going to execute, but then you got to measure progress to ensure that you are intentional about your progress. And then you're going to have to add patience to your faith because the manifestation of God's promises will only come in God's timing. And then lastly, when it comes time to reap a harvest, we're going to talk about that this year. It's going to be time to reap. A lot of believers I know, they know how to sow and sow, and they, 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 they're really good at long suffering and they suffer long. But when it comes time to reap and actually enjoy the blessing, they don't know how to be happy and just enjoy it. We're going to talk about all of that in this series. So I've really been focused on the first one, which is praying and discerning. We're studying the life of Jesus. Uh, this is part six. Uh, like I said, we studied John five, John six. Now we're in John eight, John chapter eight. I'm going to read for you verses 23 to 30 from the easy to read version. This is what the Bible says, but Jesus said unto them, now you people are from here below down here, but I'm from above. You belong to this world. <laughs> I don't belong to this world. Jesus was gangster. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes people forget. Like, Jesus looked at jokers in the face. He said, the reason why you don't understand me is because you, you ain't, you, 
you and I, we ain't the same. You know, I'm from above. You're from below. You, you're from this world. I ain't from this world. He said, I told you that you were dying your sins. Oh my God. Jesus said that? Yeah, he said that. He said, I told you that you were dying your sins. Yes. If you don't believe that I am, you're going to die in your sins. They asked, well, then who are you? You're talking about, I am, who are you? Jesus answered, I am what I've told you from the beginning. I have much more that I could say that would judge you. But I tell people only what I've heard from the one who sent me. He speaks the truth. Now he's like, there's a whole lot I would like to say to you, but the father didn't give me the release to say it. Because if, if he released me, I would say some stuff to you, but I can't. And then the Bible says they did not understand what he was talking about. He was talking about the father. So he said to them, okay, listen, there's going to come a day where you're going to lift up the son of man. And when you do on that day, you're going to know that I am, he was saying, I am the, I am. And that you would know that whatever I did and whatever I'm doing is not based on my own authority. You would know that I say only what the father has taught me to say. Then the one that he says, the one that sent me, he's always with me. I do what pleases him, so he has not left me alone. And while he was saying these things, many people did believe in him. So they was like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. They started to get it. But he was like, listen, Jesus was clear. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. I'm from above. There's some things that, that I'm saying that you just, matter of fact, you there's some things that I'm doing that I'm gonna be misunderstood and you're not gonna understand it until later. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, I don't need your approval to be who God has called me to be. I'm gonna be me no matter what. So what are some life lessons that we can learn from this? I have three things to share with you in this morning. Three. This is where I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. Number one, you must remain continually cognizant of your duality. You are in two places at the same time. So right now I'm in Haymarket, Virginia. I'm not sitting down. I'm standing up. But if I were sitting down in Haymarket, Virginia, at the same time, I'm also seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So I'm, I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm in two places at the same time. When we pray, uh, when we're praying to a God, we are, and we invoke his presence or his involvement in our lives on this planet, we are basically acknowledging the fact that we are a product of intelligent design. People who believe in God or peop are people that believe that none of this happened just by happenstance, right? People who believe in God are people who believe that there's a God who designed us and who sent us to this planet. And Jesus was speaking to people in John chapter eight who believed in God, right? These were people that, that believed in a God, but Jesus's perspective was different from their perspective. They were like, hey, I believe in a God, a God that's up there. And you know, there's this, this God, a lot of people believe in God. All kinds of people believe in a God or whatever. Like there's, there's a God, but Jesus was like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I, what I'm saying is different. My perspective is different. I'm not just saying that there's a God. I'm not just saying, um, not only is there a God like up there, but what I'm saying is that I am from God. I am from up there. And the God who is up there, he lives in me. And I am capable of bringing what is up there to down here, right? That's different. I am here on the earth, but I am capable of bringing heaven to the earth. That's a much different perspective from those who are simply religious. There are people who are religious. There are people who just believe in God. Okay, there's a God. But he's like, no, 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 no. Not only is there a God, but that God lives in me. Not only is there a God, and not only is there heaven, but I'm from heaven. Matter of fact, I'm seated in heavenly places right now while I'm talking to you from Haymarket, Virginia. And, and the God who is in heaven lives in me. And so I am human and I am divine at the same time. 
you got to understand that you are you have a dual citizenship. Once you're born again, your your citizenship is not from this world. You are born from above. So we are in this world. In John 5 and 19, Jesus said we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So in John chapter 8, Jesus is looking at people. He says, listen, you people are from down here. You're from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I don't belong to this world. I'm from another world. Jesus' success came from the fact that he was able to to remain conscious and cognizant of his duality. He remained focused on heaven. Even though he was in the earth, he remained focused on heaven. He got his orders from headquarters on a daily basis, and that's how we're supposed to live. The word translated born again, anothen is a Greek word, anothen in John chapter three. The word translated born again in John chapter three, anothen is a word that means born from above. Once you're born again, you're born from above. So if you were born again, look at me, if you're born again, like you've accepted Jesus as Lord and you are born again, then you are in this world, but you're not of this world. You are born from above. Heaven is your home. Heaven is your home right now. Not only is someday, one glad morning when this world is over, I'll fly away. No, no. And it's not that one day you're going to die and go to heaven. I'm not going to live my life focused on waiting for one day I'm going to die and go to heaven. God expects me to live every day focused on bringing heaven to the earth. And so I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus right now. So when you understand that you're born again, you're born from above, when you are cognizant of your duality, the reason why I'm saying at the beginning of the year that we got to start with praying and discerning and hearing from God is because you got to understand that once you know that you're born from above, once you know that you're giving, you're getting your orders from headquarters, then you you operate with a level of confidence that is uncommon in this world because at that point, your level of confidence is not from this world. Your level of confidence is from heaven and you're not limited to the limitations of this present world. See, when you know that heaven is your home, when you know that you're born from above, when you know that you're getting your orders from headquarters, when you know that God is speaking to you through the Holy Spirit that and you're in this world but not of this world, then guess what? When God leads you to do something, you know that you're not limited to the limitations of this present world. So you're not limited. You're not relying on your boss. You're not relying on people. You know that your job is not your source. You have a whole different perspective. So as you prepare for 2022, you got to remind yourself that you are in this world, but you're not of this world, that you have dual citizenship, that you are cognizant of your duality, that you're here, but at the same time, you're also up there. And so you're in two places at the same time, and you are a human conduit of the divine, and you could bring heaven down to the earth every day. So you you get to bring heaven into every meeting, every conversation, and every activity that you engage in on a daily basis. You get to bring heaven into Zoom calls. You get to bring heaven into per- prayer. You, you, you're you talking to somebody from your job, and they say, oh, girl, I'm not feeling good. This, oh, Hey, can I pray for you? And you release heaven into their lives. You are not limited to the limitations of this present world. You were born from another world. Heaven is your home. You don't have to wait till you die to experience heaven. You can tap into heaven now. You can tap into heaven daily. You can experience heaven on earth, and that's how we're supposed to live, and say amen to that, right? All right, that was number one. (laughs) Number two, purpose restrains you. Purpose restrains you. Uh, People with no vision and people who don't understand their purpose, they live their lives unrestrained. They just try everything. I told you this before. You, You see somebody be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How's that? How's that Mary Kay thing working out? Oh, Mary Kay. Oh no, that was months ago. I'm not doing Mary Kay no more. What are you doing now? I'm doing Amway, girl. Amway. This is gonna be it for me. And then you be like, oh, okay. Then you see them two months later. How's that Amway thing? Oh no, that, that didn't work out. But it doesn't matter. I got a new thing going on. And they're trying everything. They're, they're, 
The Bible says they loosely stumble their way through life because they don't have vision. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They try just about everything. You know, you've met people like that that are always trying stuff. They're just trying to see what sticks, but they don't know. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they've called to do. Jesus said, I have much more that I could say to you, but, but I can't because my father who called me, he's restraining me. See, purpose restrains you. Purpose. Jesus was like, I don't have clearance to say what I want to say. But when you understand that you are a purpose-driven person, that you are called to do uh, something specific, when you get up every morning knowing that your calling is calling you, then you're limited to the things that are focused on your calling and purpose will restrain you. You can't just do everything because you don't have clearance from the Father to do it. Proverbs 29 and 18 says in the King James Version, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law, happy is he. The New International Version says, where there is no revelation, no redemptive revelation, people cast off restraint. See, people with no vision, they don't have no restraint. People with no vision, they do everything. They just try, they just try just about anything to see what sticks and see what works. But people with vision, they're restrained. People with vision, when, when, the, when these people come to you, hey, let me try this, let me try that. You could be like, look, girl, hey, let me tell you something, bro. I appreciate you. I thank God for you, but that's not me. Like you could do you. I'm going to do me. I know what I'm called to do. I'm intentional. I, I am pursuing purpose. I'm pursuing progress and I'm very intentional. I'm very deliberate about the things that I do in my life. I'm not just going to try everything because everything ain't for me. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. Purpose, vision keeps you restrained. Purpose, vision keeps you focused. It makes your life simple. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. That when people don't know who they are, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't know what they're not supposed to be doing. But when you have vision, watch this. Vision gives pain a purpose. Vision gives pain a purpose. See, those without vision, they spend their lives trying to take the path of least resistance because they're trying to avoid pain and discomfort. Let me say that again. Vision gives pain a purpose. When you know who you are and you know what you're called to do, there's going to be some things that are painful that you have to go through. And, but, the, but you will see the purpose in the pain because you know that there's something waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Come on now. When you know who you are, what you're called to do, vision gives pain a purpose. Yes, I'm going to go through this. It's not easy. I'm getting up early. I'm working, going to sleep late. I'm working hard. I'm doing this. But you know that you're doing what God has called you to do. So vision gives pain a purpose. People with no vision, they're just trying to take the path of least resistance because they're trying to avoid pain. They're trying to avoid the work. But because they don't know who they are. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. The second part of the, of the proverb says, but he that keeps the law happy is he. See, the law was designed to restrain. The law was designed to tell you what to do and what not to do. And when you know who you are as a born again believer, when you know that you're walking under the leadership and the unction of the Holy Ghost, when you know that you're also restrained to the directions of the word of God, that there's some things in the word that says that you're not supposed to be doing it. So, so you're not going to do what you're not supposed to be doing. And you're going to focus on what you're supposed to be doing. And even if it's difficult, you're going to keep going. Why? Because you will go through the baptisms of fire that are required for you to become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. This is how you forge character. This is how you attain and maintain a level of greatness in this world. People that are great are not people that avoid pain. People that are great are people that understand who they are and they are willing to pay the, the price that, that to become the men, the women that they are called to be. They will endure the pain. They will go through the fire and come out the other side. They, they are going to persist and overcome and be diligent. These are people that understand that for me to become who it is that 
that God has called me to be. God never said it's going to be easy, but I have the grace of God that's on me. So I am able to do it and I'm able to go through it. Jesus was able to do what he was called to do because he knew who he was and he knew that what he was focused on becoming who it is that God was calling him to be. The reason why I'm starting the year in 2022, step one of six is praying and discerning is because I want you to pray and discern. I want you to start with saying, you know what? I want you to know. Uh, Father, I need you to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing here in 2022. I, I don't, Jesus didn't just come up with something and then bring it to God and say, hey, God, I need you to bless it. No, Jesus said, I'm only going to do whatever the father tells me to do. And so when I'm doing what he tells me to do, I don't have to ask him to bless it because the will of God is already blessed. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 12, everything is permissible for me. He was like, listen, this, I could do just about whatever I want. Like at, at the end of the day, let's be honest, God is not going to stop me. I could do whatever I want. 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. But he said, you know what? Not everything is beneficial. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do it. No, I got to know who I am, what I'm called to do. And when I understand my divine purpose, that purpose will restrain me. Just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. I'm not going to do everything. Why? Because I'm living a life. I have divine vision. And when I have vision, it restrains me. I'm going to get up every morning knowing that my calling is calling me. I'm going to be focused on becoming who it is that God has called me to be. I'm diligent. I'm dedicated. I'm focused. And I'm deliberate about the progress that I'm going to experience in 2022. And the church said, amen. All right. Number three, the last one uh, for today. Everyone won't understand you or your motives in the moment. So as a believer, you got to know that you got to be okay with being misunderstood. When you live in sync with heaven, sometimes you're going to seem like you're out of sync with the people down here in this world. And that's exactly what happened to Jesus. And Jesus was okay with it. When you live in sync with heaven, you might seem like you're out of sync down here with the people in this world. When you're doing what heaven has told you to do, you got to be willing to do it, even at the risk of looking foolish. While Jesus was talking to the crowd in John 8, the Bible says they did not understand what he was talking about. Right? They didn't understand. He was like, but you know what? One day, you guys are going to understand it. Like over the process of time, you guys are going to be able to look back and understand what I was saying. But, but at the end of the day, he wasn't moved by it. The fact that they couldn't understand what he was doing didn't stop him from doing what he was supposed to be doing. Jesus knew that men under, misunderstood him, but he was being pleasing to the Father. So he was like, I would rather be a God pleaser than a man pleaser every day. Even down here, if people down here in this world don't miss don't understand me. They don't understand what I'm doing or why I'm doing it or how I'm doing what I'm doing. At the end of the day, my, I'm going to focus on pleasing God. And I know, I know, like Jesus knew, that his character would stand the scrutiny of history. Or At the end of the day, when people look back, they're going to understand me over the process of time. There are people, I can tell you right now, that, that didn't understand what I was doing when I was in the military. But now, looking back, they're like, man, Rick, you really helped us, man. You did this. You did this for us. You did that for us. And now there's a legacy of righteousness that's, that's being lived out. And so, so you don't have to worry about it. You just please God. You do what God has called you to do. Be a God pleaser and not a man pleaser. If there's a choice between pleasing God and pleasing man, choose pleasing God every time. And just know that there's going to be times where you're misunderstood. There's, just know that there's going to be times where people don't understand what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing. But if you know that you're being led of the Holy Spirit, if you know that you're doing what God has called you to do, just know that history will be kind to you. When it's all said and done, people will look back and then go, man, I didn't understand him. I didn't understand her at the time. But looking back, now I see what they was doing. And it wasn't me doing it. 
is God doing it through me? Somebody said people pleasing is exhausting. Here in the chat, I agree with you, Holly. It is exhausting. Don't worry about pleasing people. Thank God for them. Appreciate them. But you just focused on pleasing God. That's enough for today, right? We're learning life lessons from the life of Jesus. Jesus was like, man, you guys are from down here. I'm from up there. You don't even understand what I'm saying. You don't even understand what I'm doing, but I'm not moved by it. There's going to come a day where you guys will understand. For now, I'm just going to keep pleasing God. That's how we're supposed to live. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, thank you for giving me the perfect example in your son, Jesus. Jesus was the only perfect human to ever walk the planet. Jesus was perfection personified. He refused to operate in his perfect humanity, though. Jesus was fully cognizant of the fact that he was both human and divine. He was in this world, but he was not of this world. Jesus operated in the earth, but he got his orders from heaven. He only did what he saw you do. He only said what he heard you say. Now, this caused him to be misunderstood while he was in the earth. But when posed with a choice between pleasing you and pleasing men, Jesus chose you every time. I live like Jesus. I will say what I hear you say. I will do whatever you lead me to do. I will go wherever you lead me to go. And I will restrain myself from doing things that you have not given me the clearance to do. I am human and divine. I operate in the earth, but I get my orders from heaven. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you should get my notes. You get them for free. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Do me a favor, two things. If this message was a blessing, go into the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read every comment. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for us. God bless you.